And now we are joined by three-time 110 Hurdles <laughs> champion Grant Holloway, who is the only guest who can hand each one of the hosts a gold medal to wear for the whole interview. And he's wearing Johnny Zhang. I got Johnny's accreditation, man. We Gucci. Everybody's happy over here. Everybody's happy. Uh, so, Grant, you never leave the house without all of these, right? No. Yeah, I definitely do. Uh, <laughs> thanks to Adidas, we did some nice promo shots that I'm excited to see. Um, I think everybody's going to actually like it when they release them out to the public. So um, thanks to them, I was able to carry all three. Um, but, yeah, the shots they did with it, it's, it's going to be pretty amazing. So I'm stoked for everybody to see. Is the inspiration just like the Usain Bolt, the Michael Phelps one with, like, all the medals? Or, like, or mm -hmm. you do something? Um, we did different? something different. We took another take on it. Um, of course, that was the... That was the idea that I thought, but yeah. obviously it's always something new, something to, to keep growing and everything off of. Um, but like I said, when it drops, you guys are going to be like, that was that was pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Mic drop. No. <laughs> so I have to ask, I'm going right in. At the, at the end of the race, you are being interviewed in the stadium and you had something to say about all the haters and the doubters. <laughs> Who? Who? Where are they? Who is doubting? I mean, it was not necessarily just a one person. It was just a collective unit. Obviously, I haven't ran, I guess, as fast as Broadbill. I haven't ran as fast mm -hmm. as Tinch. But at the end of the day, it's it comes down to consistency. Um, so just trying to really just get my point across to saying like, in track and field, it's one thing that I'm going to do that's going to stay consistent. If I have one bad race, like, cool, yeah, I'll chalk that up. But from practice to the meets to everything that I do, even outside of track and field in my regular day life, I always just try to stay consistent in what I do. And, you know, after the race, I, I want to say, I don't want to say the race I was running with pure rage, but I was running, I was running for chip on my shoulder really just to kind of just prove, really just to not really prove them wrong, but to prove myself right. You know, I knew the training that I've been doing, like, literally – if you go in my bag, I literally, Jasmine, can you do me a favor? In that bag, there's a, a shoe. There's, there's another gold medal. There's, there's, there's more medals in there. But there's a shoe right on top. Yep, just hand me that. Perfect. So, like, literally, this was my training spike. Um, I don't know who I need to show, but there's blood on the shoe. Like, literally, just to prove to myself that, you know, I've been working hard. Literally, blood, sweat, and tears goes into this sport. And, you know, just really just to show that the training and everything that I've done is, is just, it's just value to, you know, obviously the three medals. Yeah, I mean, so there's, there's blood there. You, in the video that we put out with you, you know, ahead of USA's, you know, Bo, uh, Bobo shot it. And, you know, there, it was a track session where you threw up. And you, you just said, like, I never throw up. This year in particular, how hard are you going in practice and like what is the is the mission just always like yeah. defend the title defend yeah, the, the mission is always defend i mean i take time to really kind of step back from track and field obviously i'm growing up i'm starting to get a little bit more mature and everything that i do so like i'm trying not to think about track 24 7 but obviously tracks in the back of my mind but really just to you know push my body to that limit knowing that i'm you know tapping into new levels and then obviously with the races that I had from semifinals to the finals, it kind of just shows that Coach Holloway and I are always in cahoots. Like, we're always trying to figure out ways to get better. And obviously that shows, like, what you guys saw is a product of what Coach Holloway does. Like, literally, the race was at 8 o'clock. He calls me at 2 o'clock on the phone. He's like, hey, I got, some, I, got some, I got something for you. 
So we're literally, we're watching film, we're doing it, and he tells me what to do. And that was a product of what you saw, that huge drop from 13-18 in the first round to 13-03 in the semis. Just, that's just a product of Coach Holloway. I just had to just go out there and do it. So, so what exactly did he, like, tell you? Can you spill the beans on that or no? <laughs> the, I mean, I could spill it, but it's just, it's, it's going to sound the same. But he just told me to be me. Okay. Like, I think this whole year I was always trying to figure out, okay, well, if I do this, then that would be better. If I do this, then that would get better. But really, the main thing was I was taking away my, my best attribute, which yeah. was Grant Holloway. And he was just saying, like, I want you to be Grant Holloway, and I want you to stay disciplined in the later halves. And obviously, you know, from 13.03, another sub-13 performance. Mm -hmm. I'm at six now. Um, the record is 12, so I'm, I'm halfway there. But, you know, it's obviously it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Right. So the irony, I said that <laughs> <laughs> there is. So a lot of things that we're talking about is consistency. I mean, you got three gold medals running sub 13 a bajillion zillion times. But I mean, it's it's one thing to do it once, but to like do it again. I think that's the harder part because there's a lot of pressure on you. You oh, need to think about like what you did the first time or maybe you need to change something in order to, you know, get back to where you were. So what are three things that you changed this year to make sure that this was not just two gold medals, but <laughs> a third one? Really, I, I didn't really change too much, honestly. Um, Coach Holloway has the blueprint. All I have to do is just follow it. Um, we did the same training that we always do. I was strong in the weight room like I always am. Um, more so, it was just owning in on who I am. You know, I'm very nonchalant, lucky-go guy. So I really just took time really just to step away from track and field. I think that's why I had such a great season is because I took time away from track and field. It wasn't just track, 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 track. Um, but I stayed consistent in everything that I did. So, like, if I was, let's just say, for example, I was 15 seconds at practice on Monday. Yep. Okay. I'm going to stay 15 seconds. And then over a course of time, then I'll be 14.9. And then I'll be 14.8. And then it'll slowly just, you know, you do that consistent work over a body of time. Yep. And that's, what, that's why you're able to grow and, and, and make things better. So you mentioned Coach Holloway, and we have all these medals. This year is something that they – decided to start doing yep. no, yeah, coaches yeah, yeah. medals too. Wait, that's so sweet. Yeah, I yeah. guess, what is your impression of that? And then how long until he's got more medals than you? I mean, <laughs> he's at 36. Okay, but now <laughs> physical. Now he's going to have physical yeah, medals. Physical, I think, I want to say this is either his first or his second one, but he always said they used to give him some, some bullshit, like replica, <laughs> plastic replica of it. So I, I don't know exactly... <laughs> Uh, oh, it's, okay. Hey, watch it. Shouts out, shout out to Oregon. <laughs> but he said he used to get some like plaster replica. But like honestly, for that to be in the in in the world championship, uh, I guess budget, I, th I think it's an amazing thing. Because you think, as much as we're out there on the track sweating and doing everything, the coaches and the the family members are up late night trying to figure out. All right, how can we how can we get from 13-1 to 13-flat. How can we get from 13-flat to 12-9? Okay, we're at 12-9. How can we stay consistent at 12-9 so we can drop the 12-8? Okay, if we're here at 12-8. What do we need to do just to get that 1% to get to 12-79? You know what I mean? It's just small things like that. He's always constantly in the lab. So for them to really have that, that I guess, like you said, that, that I'm trying to figure out a good word. That blood, sweat, and tears that we have is it's an amazing, it's an amazing feeling.
Now, would you ever share a gold medal, something that we've seen <laughs> at these championships? <laughs> we saw in Tokyo. Well, Let's say you guys came across the line, same thing. They, they're like, here, everything. Hey, you want to uh, split it or I, you want to do it again? No, I'll split it. At that, especially <laughs> especially if it's in Tokyo. Look, I always, I'm, I'm always, I'm always the guy to be, to be even kill and be safe. You know, even if I'm at the casino, if I'm up 800, look, yes. I'm getting ready to get up out of the casino real quick. But then, but then it was so because I just felt like that was such an interesting conversation because I'm just like, Here oh we go. wait, we got a bottle, girl. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh my god. It's. You didn't open it. I got Yeah. Have you never seen a bottle, girl? No. There we Kyle? go. <laughs> Kyle has never seen a bottle, girl. I've been. <laughs> I've been in the no, lab. He, hasn't, he ain't seen yeah, VIP he's, yet. He ain't seen the model girls yet. <laughs> he hasn't had VIP yet. Yeah. All right. It's not in the city's budget. <laughs> Do not use the company car for the who model brought, girls. Who brought this wine? Ja- uh, Jasmine did. She tried to find some. Of, well, that's a Lovely. nice pour. Thank you, so much. <laughs> so mm, thank you, you girl. Great pour in there because it's grand. Yeah. <laughs> I won't get you guys to it because we've got a long day. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. So, Grant, uh, I mean, do nice. I remember this from last year? We busted out the the wine when we did our show yeah, with John. To use a damn cork. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and but you, you laid off of wine for I guess like in the lead up to the championships, or no? <laughs> you wasn't seeing him tweeting about Who all the wines that? and stuff that he was finding before World Champs. I mean, here before we go, yeah, cheers, guys, to the hey. haters and the yeah. doubters. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys, thank you guys, thank you guys, thank you guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. We were saying that like that's gonna be the number one Halloween costume, the Grant Holloway haters and doubters. <laughs> the number one. It's just not showing up to the party. <laughs> um no, leading up, honestly, obviously you you're in training camp, so you try to take care of your body, you know, do the right things, but once I got out here, I went out to eat and I saw a bottle that I was curious about. So I had a glass. <laughs> And it didn't kill me, obviously, but I mean, I don't think at that point, either you're fit or you're not. I mean, like as much water and everything and sweating that you're doing, I, I believe it will get out your system. My fucking therapist is probably going to kill me for hearing me say all this, but I did have a glass. But at the same time, I was just like, you know, I'm here, whatever I got to do to, you know, to secure it. Let's let's make it happen. Is there an element of just being able to relax in the moment? Like, Always. There's so much noise going on and having yeah. that normalcy or if you pretend that a glass of wine a few days before a championship is going to be the difference maker, you lost the race. Yeah, I be- yeah. That's, that's, my, that's what I believe. But then everybody that I talk to, they're always like, well, Grant, we're not you. I'm like, you don't have to be me, but like... You if can you, be yourself. Hey, be yourself. Relax. You know, if you want to if you want to go eat some McDonald's chicken nuggets, and that, that's your comfort food before Didn't you Didn't Usain Bolt eat chicken nuggets before he did something and- crazy? Oh, yeah, all the time. So. Yeah. yeah. He did everything. So this time around, <laughs> how, how does this championship feel different from all the others? Or do they blend in together, same routine? Um, they, bored? Nah, nah, I never get bored. There's no such thing as an easy medal. Wait, these how, ma- how many gold medals will it take for you to get bored of never, winning gold medals? Never. That's what makes you know people great. We're gonna yeah. hire more serious people. So yeah. There you go. Exactly. Wear more medals. Um, when I actually got to this World Championships, I was, I guess I was nervous, or I don't even want to say nervous. I was anxious just to get on the track. You know, there's the hype between. Oh, Grant Holloway didn't run at USA's. He's ducking Daniel and Cordell. There's this thing that I'm ducking uh, Broadbell. There's this thing that Hansel Parchment always, you know, 
I hear all these things. Like I don't just because I don't reply doesn't mean I hear it. But so like for me, it was like when I got here, I was just on a mission just to, like you said, prove everybody wrong. And the biggest thing is that most people do, they fail to realize that all those people that you write in these stories about all these things that you have in this ne negative connotation is I have a relationship with all these guys. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in the warm-up area and I see Cordell, not Cordell, I see Broadbell, and I'm like, yo, that celebration you did at Jamaican Trials, like mm -hmm. that was that was dope. So like we making this celebration worldwide. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, even when Cordell ran 96, I sent him a message like, hey, you got my attention. Keep up the great work. I hope you get the collegiate record. Like, small things like that. Obviously, everybody knows Danny and I's relationship. That's that's besides the point. <laughs> but, like, even Hansel. Like, I have selfies on my phone of us at every, every world championship or Olympic games that we've been to. We take a selfie. Like, that's just our tradition. And we've been to three of them now. And, like, I got my third selfie with them. Mm -hmm. Like all the stuff that everybody, you know, trying to put out and just really say like, well, this, that, and the third. It's like, no, that's that's not the case. Like I have a relationship with all these guys. So I was really just anxious just to get out there and really just compete. Speaking of like relationships and stuff. So um, I was, I mean, I already know that, that you the man, but I was particularly captivated by like how Cordell was doing this season because like taking the time off, running some of the fastest times in the world. I thought of you a lot when I was looking at him because I was like, how cool would it be if he came to world championships <laughs> and won? His first and, won. Yeah. and it's not that I was trying to count you out because I know that like, Hater and we, <laughs> found, we, found, we found her. We found her. Um, it's not that I was trying to count you out, but I was like, how cool would it be to have another guy on the U.S. team to pull off what you did because I, I literally remember being at practice in 2019 and my coach is like why are you screaming and I was like Grant Holloway is from Florida and he literally just won world championships and everybody was like who's Grant Holloway and I was like what, what are we talking about and so like um, if that did happen whether you were in the race or not like how would you feel to, to see if Cordell did something it's similar history. it's history I mean Cordell's first team first world championship his story leading up to it is remarkable I mean I literally, I remember being on the phone with one of my boys when he ran in Arkansas, and my dog called me. He's like, yo, <laughs> this dude's legit. And I'm like, well, hey, man, I can't wait. Because that's what makes, that's what helped the sport grow. You know, when you have great competitions. I mean, you think back, let's take it back to 2019 when Dan and I were running. We had the attention of everybody for that one event for 12 seconds. It was like, okay, who's going to win? Daniel Grant. And that was the story of really the, NCAA, the whole NCAAs. It was just the story, the, the tale of the tape between team. two great athletes, and we were going to see who was the best. So if Cordell would have came out and did his thing and everything, I would have been right there at the finish line holding his hand up like he's a champion. <laughs> That's just the type of person I am. But then I'm also the type of person where, obviously, I got a little, I got a little asshole in me, and I'm like, all right, well, you've had a nice story, but – at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm the knight. I'm the knight in the shining armor. You're gonna come through me. You know, we always have that little. We have that it factor in us. But that's what makes us great. You know, you think about any any great athlete and any sport. You think about Muhammad Ali, Floyd Mayweather, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Tiger Woods. They all have that it factor, and I believe I have that it factor, and that's what makes me, you know, different than everybody else. And that's why you should be sponsored by Ricky Millet. <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely. Um, that was that was actually pretty funny. Um, I didn't tell nobody. I woke up one morning, and I'm obviously it's this. There's literally three more. There's three things I want, and I'd be happy in this sport. It's, 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 a, it's a world record, Olympic gold, and a watch deal. Um, any watch deal, like I, I, I tell myself, and I tell my family and my friends, like. Who wouldn't want? And I'm not I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but who wouldn't want me on their mm -hmm. on their team? 
I'm outgoing. I'm personable. When I get around people, I know how to. I know how to smile. I know what to say. I know how to say it. Um, I'm a relationship type of guy, and I'm always just curiously, by curiously, really just trying to build, you know, my relationship. You know, so I went out on a limb. Woke up that morning, was like, <laughs> all right, let's let's look at all the watches in track and field. Okay, so you got Omega, you got Richard Milley, you got some people wearing Seiko's. I forgot Sydney McLaughlin's brand. Uh, Sydney McLaughlin's and Thing Moves brand, but you know, you look at it, and I'm like, okay, Richard Milley's clearly on their way out between Johan and Wade Van Niekert. So I'm like, all right, this is the perfect time to, stri- to strike. Johan's not here. <laughs> Wade, Wade is Wade is Wade has just had a yeah beautiful baby boy, and he's on his way out of the sport. What's 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 not the re up with Grant Holloway? Here's the thing yeah. too. First off, you have great wrists. You could wear a variety of sizes. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> but every you single time, camera, every actually. single time you come over the hurdle, it's right Ooh. there, right Ooh. there, the whole time. So I mean, and like I, like I said, you could just make like a great like commercial for it too. Like you just need the watch for like twelve yeah. seconds. That's all like. I need. I mean, but. Obviously, when these people sit around the round table like we're doing, we're talking and having these discussions, it's, I mean, obviously, I, I can sell myself. Obviously, my family can sell me. Obviously, you know, we could do all these things to sell me. But when people sit around that round table, they make the decision on, you know, who they want to go out on limb for. It might be some some small Joe off the track named Billy Bob. And do we all believe Billy Bob deserves a watch deal? Absolutely not. <laughs> but the company and the brand believes that Billy Bob's going to be the next best thing. And, you know, you have to sit there and, and respect that decision. I mean, just last year, I was in talks with Seiko. And Seiko said, well, we want you to prove yourself. We want you to... Three gold uh, medals isn't enough. We want you to uh, win. Or we want you to go out and win Oregon. And then we'll think about having you be a brand, a brand ambassador. So uh, respectfully, I didn't even accept the deal. I just said no, because at that point, I felt like I've proved myself not just on the track, but off the track. Got a strong following. Um, and I've, obviously, I, between Seiko and Nike, I don't know who, which one are kicking themselves in the head more. <laughs> <laughs> so the finish line pose, or actually, after you crossed the finish line, you knew you'd won the race. And then immediately, the celebration is just like, one two, three, and you're putting so much force into those points. I guess, like, how did that feel? And, like, is uh, these celebrations for you, is it just a blur? Yeah, it's a blur. Um, everybody asked, they were like, did you think about it before you won? I was like, <laughs> not at all. Like, when you come across the finish line, if you think about, like, your celebrations and what you're going to do before it happens, that's when you already lost the race. Yeah. So, for me, it was like, get out. Excuse me. Get out. Do what you got to do. And get to the finish line. And then obviously whatever you do at that point is up to you. So I just continued just to go. And that was the first thing I thought of. Because, like, what athlete was able to do other than Karsten off the top of my head and Noah? Who what athletes are able to do, you know, that type of celebration? So I was just like, all right, cool. Like, let's do it. And soon, soon, soon I was come to find out that Kobe Bryant did it. Michael Jordan did it. And I thought it was pretty cool because it's like, well, I'm, I'm really in that category with some of the, the literally the greats that we think of uh, in, in athletics, not just track and field. When we uh, are talking about the the doubters, <laughs> I keep I keep like going. Caitlin, on yeah. <laughs> my fault, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> the the doubters and the haters. You know, one that comes to mind is who's picking these relays. <laughs> is another year about to go by and once again we're not going to utilize you on a relay i mean at the end of the day he's got the wine in front of him. <laughs> trust me that ain't gonna stop me <laughs> at the end of the day i always t- i always say this is for me outside of track as well as in track 
if I stay ready, I don't got to get ready. Um, Coach Hollow and I, we do tremendous speed work. Um, we do uh, my strength and conditioning coach, Matt Delancey, we do tremendous uh, uh, weight, weight room work. So I know I'm ready. Now, obviously, at the end of the day, it's up between everybody in the USATF room to say, all right, we're going to put Grant first, second, third, or fourth leg. Cool. Whatever leg they want me, I'm going to give it my best ability. Now, do I think I'm the man cut out for the job? Absolutely. Do I think there's other people that's also cut out for the job? Absolutely. So my thing is, as long as Team USA wins, I can care less what happens. I'm, I'm the biggest team player for Team USA. And if they say, all right, Grant, here's your shot, uh, at 110%, no pun intended, I'll make sure <laughs> I'll make sure the job gets done. So who would be your dream team with yourself included? Oh, I mean, just just keep it simple. I got Christian Coleman on the on the on the on the on popping it off. Good. Good I choice. Got, I got Fred Curley to myself to Noah Lyles. I mean, I, hey, I USATF, just, I'm just saying. Just, just keep it simple. <laughs> just I'm in boardroom as the watch people. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it simple. You don't have to overthink it. You don't. It, it's nothing really to overthink. But obviously, we got we have a tremendous um, feel for the team USA four by one and even four by four. I think we have a like we have another chance to. Go Can back we get out. you on there too? We, no, we, I'm not. We I'm, not on, fit, I'm not too fit for four by four for right now. Um, <laughs> What was all that get ready, stay ready? Yeah. <laughs> and look, I told, I told, I told the team. I said, look, if y'all good with forty four, I'm good with forty four. So look, we I can give y'all forty four, but y'all not gonna get forty three grand. Like I gotta, <laughs> I gotta consistently run in it and get and get into it. But um, I think I think we have a good chance to definitely uh, sweep both again. I think um, with what's going on at this championships in particular for Team USA, I think we have another chance to make history. Something that's interesting thinking about your career and the, the place that this championship is. Look, 2022, we're in Eugene. That just feels like home, right? Yeah. 2021, it's, you know, <laughs> an empty stadium. There's no 2020. 2019, you know, I don't know how you'd say Doha was empty. comparatively. <laughs> empty. How's, how cool is it being here in Budapest with these fans? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely dope. But when you travel the world and you're running in these diamond leagues and these gold tier meets, that gets you ready for this. Mm -hmm. You know, my last track meet before I got here was London Diamond League, and we had 60,000 people in the stands. So I don't know if that's not a warm up, literally, if that's not a warm up for what we just witnessed in there, I don't know what would get you ready. But I'll always say practice gets you ready for the meets, the meets get you ready for championships. And obviously, from running in those those track meets with fans, if, rather if it was five thousand fans or rather if it was fifty five thousand fans, and it got me ready obviously for this meet. I feel like you we need a Grant Holloway doll because I feel like you have certain things that you're like I always say this that you <laughs> can pull on the cord. <laughs> like, it's one of his catchphrases I'm that a he uses. Three time world champion. <laughs> I, so I remember when I was at Sports Illustrated, they did a story on LeBron, and it was about, I think they titled it, or it was somewhere, it was like, LeBron is chasing, like, the ghost of Michael Jordan. And it was like, after winning a couple titles, you've won a couple titles now. What is Grant Holloway chasing right now? Oh, that's a great question. I would say Grant Holloway's chasing greatness, literally. Oh, so you're chasing Fred? <laughs> <laughs> Fred, I'm chasing Fred. <laughs> yeah, I'm chasing Fred. Honestly, I am chasing greatness. Um, I'm 25 years old. Every major I've been in, I've, I've been able to secure a medal. Every major I've been in, I've able to place top two. That's unheard of in someone's first 
I guess, first contract year or first year out. And I'm going on year five. Yeah, I'm going on year five next year. Um, I am chasing greatness. Um, I said boldly in a conversation before, um, and I even told both of the guys that this is my this is my list for American hurling. I, everybody thought I was going crazy. This is just American hurling, but I said the list was Allen Johnson, Aries, Marriott, and then me. Obviously, Aries and what he did in 2012 was just remarkable. And in our sport, I think it's a common grounds that Allen Johnson is definitely the goat of the one ten hurdle. So. I think I'm definitely chasing, you know, whatever Allen did, whatever Greg Foster did. Um, you know, you have all those great hurlers that, you know, did great things. It's kind of just remarkable just for me to kind of, you know, be in that same category as them. You know, you think back to Greg Foster, Roger Kingdom. Obviously, they were racing Colin Jackson. He's a, he's a British hurler. But, you know, you name all these people, and then you come to 2010s, that decade, and then you see David Oliver, Aries Merritt, Jason Richardson, Elite Harris, Jeff Porter. You know, you, you see all of them, and they kind of paved the way for you. And then going forward, it's like, all right, I'm passing him. I'm passing him. I'm passing him. All right, now you set your sets on the next one and then the next one. So I'm definitely chasing greatness. You know, whatever the past hurlers have paid for me, I'm thankful for them. But then at the same time, I got to continue my own road once, I, once I've done everything else. So appreciating them still, um, what do you feel like you, what else do you need to do to, you know, be able to surpass them? And then you have everyone else saying, hey, Grant Holloway is paving the way for us. Yeah, um, I think definitely next year is going to be a, a great year, you know, from indoors. We have another indoor world championships in Glasgow, mm -hmm. which I'm able to go there and defend my title. And then we also have obviously the, the Olympic Games, which mm -hmm. I'm truly and forwardly looking forward to. Um, I think next year is going to be a great year, especially whenever I have great indoor seasons, it usually always translates to a great outdoor season. So I'm just going to stick with my guns, stick with my plans. I'm going to make a couple changes with my team, obviously, this off season, And then we're going to, you know, set our sights on what we want to do indoor season, celebrate that, set our sights what we want to do this outdoor season, and then go celebrate that. For sure. You have such an appreciation for the history of the event. Are you a track fan? I always like to ask this question. Like, are you now in the stadium cheering on yeah. other events? Like, and what what is an event that you love that maybe would be a surprise so to people? Last night was my last time that I can remember that I was actually in the stadium cheering on, like being a, a true fan, not in the warm up area, not helping Ariana Joe warm up for the two hundred. Like sitting down in the seats at the fifty meter mark, and I'm watching. Kenny Harrison, Jasmine Camacho Quinn, Daniel Williams, Nia Ali. I'm watching all those fantastic women go past me. And literally at the top of my lungs, I'm screaming. <laughs> like I'm being a true fan. Um, I've watched, I watched Femka go through in the 400 hurdles. Anna Cockrell is in lane nine. I'm screaming for her. I watched Vernon Norwood and Quincy Hall go through for them. Quincy Hall was able to secure a medal. Vernon was able to get four. Like I was a true fan in that aspect that, I was able to really sit there and enjoy it. And that's what I want to do when I'm done with track and field. Like, everybody's doing to help the sport grow is good. But for me, when I'm done with the sport, I'm truly going to be done. Like, I don't want to. Damn, I thought that was going a different route. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on, City of <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love to help out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love to help out. I would, honestly, I would love to help out, but I truly, experience. I truly do want to be done. Like, I want to be able to enjoy it. I want to be able to go to a track meet, sit wherever I want to sit, 
and just watch. Like, I don't want to help coach or be in a warm-up area. Like, I want to truly sit down and just be a fan. It's like that Thanos um, scene where he just, like, snapped half the universe away. And he just sat down. And he's like, great. I just killed everybody. Nice <laughs> job. He, said, he said, I can rest now. I can rest now. It's interesting hanging out in the stadium and just seeing athletes, you know, walking around. Normal, like, normal what, people. What? <laughs> How often are you getting stopped last night? Um, uh, I was wearing all USA gear, so that was partially my fault. <laughs> but, I mean, of course, uh, you see a couple people that know you and appreciate you and say good job, so I stopped for them. But, I mean, last night, me and Timberia are next to each other. Just <laughs> cheer, like genuinely just watching track. Timberia, Josh Glass, all of us just sitting down just watching track. And, you know, that feeling last night was so cool. Like, I never get to have that. I'm always doing something. I'm always here. I'm always there. It's just like I finally get to just sit down and relax and enjoy it. So who's the m most famous track athlete that you've ran into while walking around the while stadium? Walking around? Like just walking around? Yeah, now? just walking around. Tim Biro is pretty He's pretty high up there. They love him, especially since he oh, he, he finished shaving everything. Um, <laughs> he's clean now. But um, Him and his lucky socks. Yeah. Uh, Tim Biro is probably the only one. I haven't seen nobody. Uh, nobody else crazy. Um, or I wasn't, I wasn't really paying attention. Um, I remember one time it was um, not even in the stadium, but last night, Rai Benjamin and Noah Lyles were walking back. Oh my God, we're those are my two favorite athletes. <laughs> it's not like Rai Benjamin is in the next room. <laughs> yeah, no, like literally, like um, we're walking and a guy stops Noah to stop for an autograph, and it's like that's you know it's pretty. Yeah, cool. we're not like we're walking back to a hotel as like three brothers and. You know, we get stopped. It's just like, that's, that's pretty dope. Have you ever had the moment where there there's a fan who asks you to hold the camera to take a photo? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be some of the best pictures right there, though. It, I mean, like, it, truly, it is fun. So we're going through the Diamond League final? or um, it's I'm Right now, yes. But if I pull out, and I had a great season. Like, yeah. really, mo more so, it's just really I'm trying to play chestnut checkers in that aspect just to make sure nobody else gets to buy because I'm selfish in that aspect. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but really, just like, if I decide not because, like, I'm tired and oh I'm genuinely happy with the way I ended off, I'm good. So in uh, that aspect, man, like, this season – has been remarkable. Like, if I had to put it in one word, remarkable. To do the indoor circuit, to double back, and have the outdoor season that I had overseas for really a month and a half, come back, do USA's, had a little back injury, get that all taken care of, go to London, run 13 flat, come back here, and then win Worlds. Like, it's, it's I can't, I can't put that into words. All right. Well, Grant, we appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us. And, you know, it's always a pleasure when we get to crack open a bottle yeah, of wine and celebrate, celebrate another gold medal.